Reduce, reuse, refashion. Hello, all the refashion podcast listeners. I am super grateful for all your listens, reviews, and comments about my podcast. As you can see, refashion podcast is picking up the pace, and it is already the sixth episode of refashion podcast. All your support really inspires me to move forward and invite more guests into the podcast and create more meaningful content for you guys. So feel free to leave your comments and reviews under the podcast and rate it and subscribe. I'm super grateful for that and I cannot even describe how much it means to me. Now in today's episode, our guest is Christina, who is founder of Bragbag. Bragbag is a company where you can rent a bag instead of buying one. Those guys have super great selection of luxurious and high quality bags that you can rent not only from them, but also from people just like you and me. So for example, if you have a Versace or a Louis Vuitton bag in your wardrobe and you don't really find an occasion every day to wear it, you can reach out to Brag Bag and put it up for rental so that another lady could rent it out and enjoy their celebration or another occasion that they are going to. So I know Christina from a few years back Um, as we were both co-workers in one of the leading fast fashion companies. And it is beautiful to see how far we both actually moved away from fast fashion industry. And today she is a co-founder of Rental Bag Service, which is against fast fashion and which enables sharing economy and circular fashion to come to life. Bragbag also contributes to a higher purpose because it is actually for well-educated and conscious women who are very smart about their finances and who would either would like to use their finances in a smart way or who would actually like to earn from their belongings. So without further ado, let's get into the episode and listen to our talk with Christina. Thank you, Indra, for having me here. It's an honor. It's a really nice project that you're having, actually. Uh, It's really important at the moment. And all these little things that we can help. And if we can talk to somebody about circular fashion, it's, it's nice and it helps. So, yeah, I am a co-founder of uh, Brag Bag, which is a luxury bag rental service in Lithuania. We started uh, two years ago and we're seeing it's the second, uh, uh, second season for us. That's a very great initiative, I must say. We can see upcoming businesses uh, which suggest rental business models and uh, um, product as a service becoming a new thing. 
Um, we have Spotify where we stop buying CDs and listening to music based on subscription um, model. Uh, we have um, Netflix, of course, uh, where we watch movies, we stop purchasing them and um, instead we pay per access. And um, when it comes to fashion, we all know that uh, it is a highly polluting industry but it is something that really satisfies our soul. This is something that we wear every day, uh, clothing and accessories and shoes. So it is so interesting to see a different approach to the same items. Um, so talking about that, how was the idea born to stop selling, but instead suggest a rental way um, of actually accessing bags? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you have that much time because <laughs> there were a lot of dots that connected into one actually. So I'll, I'll try to be short in here. Uh, well, first of all, I was uh, working in fashion myself uh, for a few years. I was uh, working in uh, several different countries and I was watching the customer how he or she behaves. Uh, and I noticed that it doesn't matter what, what country. A woman wants to be uh, wants to look as good as possible for as cheap as possible. <laughs> Women are really smart, you know. Uh, another thing that I watch technologies in all the other businesses uh, rising, and uh, many businesses adopted uh, technologies in so many creative ways, and fashion was lagging somehow. Of course, there were I don't know. Uh, mirrors with artificial intelligence in the stores there are some new materials uh, being invented but in general it doesn't change the way we consume fashion and then i thought that uh, okay but we're sharing flats airbnb we're sharing uh, cars city b in lithuania for example why not to share fashion items and uh, the easiest uh, item in fashion to share is, uh, and a really important thing, accessory, is a handbag. So that's how this idea was born, actually. And plus, there were so many things around. For example, I was uh, moving from one flat to another, and then I saw how many unnecessary things I do have and how I wear it once and then put it uh, to some um, wardrobe uh, shelf and then I don't use it it just takes some space and why 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 cannot I store it in some someone's other warehouse or somewhere and use it once or twice in the lifetime you know absolutely and uh, talking about uh, customers what is um, bag bags customer hmm. what is the persona yeah. how would you describe her. Okay, that's also interesting. I'm glad that you asked because uh, it is. It came as a surprise for me also because uh, in the beginning we expected our customer to be some fashionista lady who cares about her fashion. He wants who wants to be really trendy and wear what's the latest top items are. Um, so we had. Uh, many different bags uh, in our shelf so that we could check is it true or not apparently as we do have statistics now uh, we have a, our basic customer is just a basic woman 
from like 25, 35, who is not that much into fashion. She's just really smart. So our business is not about being fashionable. It's uh, actually about being conscious, being smart, about uh, sharing economy, about, uh, I don't know, about uh, being conscious about money, spending money. Why to spend it if you can like spend less? For sure, yes. Every smart financial decision leads to better income and uh, utilization of, of even the same amount of money that you earn. Um, so you mentioned that renting gives freedom. Yeah. How, how come? Well, first of all, it gives you free, more free space in your uh, wardrobe. <laughs> then uh, it gives you more money because you, uh, you spend less. And then it give, the most important thing for me is that it gives you freedom to look whatever you want to look at the moment and not uh, what you need to look like. Because when you are buying things, you have to think that it should fit with this and that and that. And uh, okay, so I will not buy, for example, a yellow accessory because it will fit with only one dress and all the rest are green, for example. Yeah? When you are renting, you can rent yellow purple, green, whatever you want at that moment. So if you're feeling like yellow, just go for it because it doesn't cost you like hundreds. So you have freedom to experiment and express yourself at a given moment. Exactly. Talking about challenges in this um, industry, um, do you see any challenges that um, your business uh, face? Is there any resentment from the customers? Um, or do they actually are craving for this service and they are very eager to try out something new, to go for it, to express themselves and just rent instead of buying things? Well, as you can imagine, it is kind of challenging. Uh, it, it's because I think uh, because we're the first ones to be that specific about fashion and about renting of course we do have other rental services but it's mostly for uh, dresses for occasional dressing uh, and it's not really like top of the mind of, for the girl in Lithuania that okay I need a bag that matches oh maybe I'll rent it no they don't think about that yet <laughs> yet our goal is to make it like that um, then uh, uh, we have two kind of customers. One are really, like, I think they are courageous. Uh, this is the big city life livers. Uh, they are trying out new things and they are not scared. And then we have all the rest of Lithuania, which I really like thinking. I noticed that women are thinking, oh my God, what uh, will happen if I destroy the bag, for example? or it's not mine, I don't like to have it, but why not to share it, you know? So, and we're seeing that our bags actually have uh, insurance. So you don't have to worry about these small things, you know, but they're like, I don't know, is it mentality or we just need more time? So at the moment it is challenging. I could imagine so, uh, but I think people need to discover and try out the service themselves 
And from what I've seen from the reviews, people are absolutely loving it. They really enjoyed it and they want to come back and they want to recommend it to their friends. And they do come back, actually. And the, the best uh, advertising is word of mouth. When the when friend comes, she tells another friend. But if you have to, like, but you have to hear some kind of approval from somebody still yet. And that's a shame, actually. But we're getting right. there. In general, if we're, th if we're speaking about, like, I don't know, about the world and how people are consuming. Everybody's going online. Everybody's moving from ownership to usership. And there are these big, big trends we just need to And what, the, what is your portfolio consists of? I took a sneak peek and I could see really nice bags from Alexander McQueen and um, Versace and um, Kyle Lagerfeld, to name a few examples. So they are basically luxurious bags uh, dedicated for an occasional wear, or are they more casual wear? Right, actually, as as I mentioned in the in the beginning, women are uh, renting it only for occasional wear. It's not like I'm fashionist. I'm going to the date. I wanna be like today. I wanna be like rock and roll star. No. <laughs> <laughs> friend's wedding, your own wedding, or I don't know, all the other summer parties outside. So that's why we now have all those, um, I don't know, I'm calling them bling bling ones, uh, that are most popular. The reason why we do have luxurious bags uh, is that it's not worth having uh, because uh, the woman can would rather go and buy it for her herself you know uh, because it costs only like 29 or, or, or something and then uh, for yeah. Versace bag for six or eight hundred having that like easy manner you know so we are bringing this opportunity for her to to wear this Versace bag that she would really love to have uh, to wear it for one night and maybe that's enough you know that's true and um i have seen also that you offer a subscription-based um, uh, model as well for someone who would like to try out the service for a month let's say is this yeah. a popular option uh, um, no not at all we are lithuanians you know and we're like <laughs> Uh, really shy people were shy to try out new things uh, so we only wanted to test this idea of sub subscription because it would really ease your life uh, if you would be that uh, fashionista lady but uh, and also we had this inspiration from rent the runway uh, the company that is uh, renting clothes they are sub subscription based uh, business model and uh, they are really successful they have around 800,000 uh, users at the moment for subscription we tested it out and it doesn't work you know but we tried oh, no. <laughs> maybe the time will come to that and we will see uh, a demand from people no. talking about um, uh, other brands um, out there already are there any other brands that inspire you or maybe who have inspired you to start this venture or someone you the look up to the main inspiration was from uh, Rand Walling 
that run the run we are really successful uh, you know they at the moment their uh, value is about one billion dollars so mm -hmm. I, I think it is quite a good measure for success uh, they have a lot of users uh, but uh, if you're asking about other brands there's a lot there's so many of them and they just started popping out uh, uh, two years ago for example and uh, i don't know if i could now mention i think 20 or something uh, only in the us uh, there's also uh, uh, this um, brand castle uh, which is actually a platform for making your uh, rental business for fashion so it's it's that big you know in lithuania we also have a few brands but they are um, they are renting for occasion wear and they are renting uh, mostly uh, dresses and accessories are just like minor thing for them so not that so much direct uh, competition in here do you see in the future that um, renting clothes could just be a new normal instead of buying our casual dresses jeans t-shirts jackets we would start uh, renting everything out is that feasible at all partly uh, because i believe that in for example i don't know 20 years uh, we will be buying some parts uh, basics for example jeans and t-shirts but fashion items will be rented because uh, in the end i think it should come to everybody's minds that it's not worth buying for one time you know and why not to share it and what do you think about let's say seasonal items like winter jackets do you think that could be a potential business opportunity to start renting jackets which are massive in the wardrobe uh, they're taking up so much space you don't really wear them in the summertime unless you go somewhere skiing maybe <laughs> well it, it is a good idea actually but i i don't think it it depends on the kind of a uh, of item but it depends is it fashion or is it classic actually because there always will be uh, people who want to own things and they are usually uh, as a coincidence they are like classic lovers uh, they are quality lovers they fashion items and it can be coats winter summer or whatever but if it's like really loud and it will stay for few months and then go away then i think it can be rented also you mentioned that there are uh, companies already who have been in this um clothes rental business for years um say it is wedding dress rental or some other occasional rental so it is in essence not a new business right but why don't we don't we really um think about it through a different lens, why do you think there is a resentment from the people as well to just bring it more into their casual daily life? I don't think it is a resentment. It's just the way they're used to the things. They are used to having rentals only for occasional wear. So you have to, that's, that is the hardest thing that you have to change the way people think and uh, it's their habit you have to change the habit you know so it's the hardest part uh, it will come someday so yeah as you're saying it is kind of an old business model uh, but just the new thinking which is the hardest part yeah absolutely when you mentioned new thinking i think 
that is the key as well uh, to look into the same through a different lens and see where else in life can we apply this. Um, so I definitely agree on that part to you. And as you also mentioned, there will always be people who will prefer buying versus renting. And if we manage to challenge their perspective, maybe it would be a good achievement. Um, but is it also true that starting a rental business instead of um, selling items there are many more variables to consider uh, and it becomes not as much about providing fashion service but more about logistics and cleaning and insurance it is a big part you know but the the biggest part actually it is spreading the word marketing you know it's the hardest job uh, and all those daily routines they do take time they do take some focus but it's not the biggest thing but yeah, when you're starting the business, you have to think of so many details and to work the model through. Were there any um, new things that you didn't anticipate before starting the business? Were there yeah. any surprises once you actually started the rental business? Well, every step was a surprise, actually. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but the biggest surprise was uh, is uh, was the the thing that I mentioned about the customer is that not the uh, uh, rental business is not for fashionista lady. Uh, it's more for like conscious woman who is counting money and thinking consciously uh, about uh, her space and wardrobe, about sharing economy, about uh, maybe sometimes it's not always, but sometimes about the, a conscious living all in all but it's a really rare occasion I know this because I'm trying to ask all my customers what was the reason how did they know about us and uh, and they mo most of them say that it's like because it's not worth having so it was a surprise for me the customer herself yes I think from what I've heard, um, other business practices that it is so important to get to know who is your actual customer and try to appeal to their needs. Of course, you can idealize or have some idea of who the uh, potential customer would be, but when it comes to real life, you figure out that, okay, this was a little bit different than what I thought of. Totally what happened. <laughs> Actually, you mentioned this uh, concept of sharing economy during our chat a couple of times already. Could you maybe enlighten us a little bit more of what it is and how would you define it yourself? Um, sharing economy? Well, it's a really broad uh, title, but uh, generally it's just for sharing things. Uh, it, I think that uh, you're talking more about circular uh, fashion, right? So the exactly. biggest uh, difference is that uh, in a circular fashion, you have to close the loop at some moment, right? And begin the circle uh, from the beginning again. And here is not, no closing the loop. You get one item, uh, but uh, many people uh, share it and wear it or use it the, instead of uh, uh, one. So it's... Uh, as I said, it's the trend of uh, going from ownership to usership. It's, it makes us not owners, but users. That makes total sense. And 
also it enables to utilize the ISM to its fullest potential instead of sending it to landfill. Exactly, exactly. And uh, I think that uh, we, in fashion, for example, we cannot have like totally circular fashion at some day because we will have to throw in uh, new pieces all the time, you know, because uh, the closing the loop would mean that uh, uh, all the uh, stuff goes round and round and it's the same again and again. But uh, if we want to keep fashion uh, in our world still, so we'll have to throw in uh, some new stuff, but then we can make them uh, shareable. And also maybe we can produce them in a more sustainable way. Totally, yeah. What would be your idea? Because you come from a huge experience in fashion industry and also have been working in the, in the fast fashion company at some point in your life. What would you say? Is it such an evil as everybody tells it is? Or does it have some good parts as well? I, I you know, I cannot uh, think straight because I was brainwashed <laughs> working in those companies. But um, uh, these companies, they are, they have, of course, uh, some kind of, some part of evil, uh, but they are trying to compensate that because they know it. And that's the good part. Like uh, cigarette companies, they are fighting for health in some part because they are ruining the health. So it's like, I think in the end, it comes out as a balanced, you know, uh, business model. Uh, but uh, yeah, like, I don't know, 10 years ago, it was much worse situation. Yeah. Can you see um, a big change coming up in the fast fashion industry? For example, that maybe big brands will start subscription models, rental models, or do you think their items just don't have the quality standards? Well, I don't think I know it is coming. <laughs> Yeah, the big change is coming. Uh, you can see yourself all those conscious boxes in many stores, all these organic cotton labels and etc. And uh, big brands also testing rentals. For example, H&M, I don't know if you know, but uh, a year ago they started testing a rental service also of H&M clothing. And, uh, I don't know, it starts from uh, like H&M and ends up with Stella McCartney. All those brands are going more and more conscious, more and more shared economy and all that stuff. So the change is coming. Hope sooner than later. Hopefully so, exactly. Um, how important is it for you to as well integrate um, some alternative or sustainable brand bags in your portfolio? at this very moment at the moment actually i'm not we're not uh, making that much focus on that because we are making it sustainable so you know you can be like we can take this evil part and make it the good part of uh, sharing economy so so yeah at the moment uh, we're we're not focusing only on the conscious or something because it is good at itself you know already how many times would you say can the bag be rented it depends on the bag uh, we also test it but it's uh, if it's quality bag and we do have only quality bags it's many times believe me <laughs> of course if it's not white and if it's not like this and that there are some exceptions 
but the bag, especially when it's rented, you know, the customer, uh, as I said before, they're kind of a bit scared to lose it or to break it. Uh, they're taking care more about them because they don't want to pay money for us, uh, although it's insured. So uh, they do live even maybe longer than you would wear with your own. Because you also take a better care of the bag when it reaches you. You have some partners yeah. who clean them and prepare for the next user. Yeah, we have a renewal, we have cleaning. So it's actually most of our bags, although it's already second year, they do like uh, look like new ones. That's very impressive. That means that also you make sure that you would have a good bag to provide in the first place and then you just totally. make sure to maintain it. Was it easy yeah. to actually have um, uh, an insurance on such business model? Or was it a new thing yeah. for the... Yeah, insurance companies also were really lost and it took some time where, until we got one who agreed to do that because they were like, what, what model? Sharing economy and fashion? Really? No, we don't do that because it's new for everybody. Yeah, so it's I kind of understand them because they do not know what to expect, but uh, for now everybody's happy. That's the most important. And then you can take it as it comes, one little step at a time. Exactly. And uh, since your um, bags are primarily for occasional wear and events, how did your business react to the recent lockdown? Or maybe it didn't hit Lithuania that much due to COVID-19? It did hit Lithuania, it did hit Bragg Bag as well, because there are no events, there are no rental for events, you know. So it was kind of hard, but once uh, we came out of quarantine, like, I don't know, maybe second day, we had a few rents on one day. So people are missing those events, they are missing dressing out, and uh, it was... Uh, Kind of a bad period in that time and i hope that the second one is not coming <laughs> i hope so too and um do you think it has more to do with the seasonality that now that this is summer there are a lot of occasions and a lot of going out uh, options yeah or was uh, it just because of the lockdown uh, being removed and no our business is a seasonal business uh, so we last summer we had uh, many, uh, like a bigger uh, growth of uh, rent uh, numbers starting from uh, like uh, when people finish university they or school they have these uh, uh, dressing up uh, parties you know so these were like last summer uh, the thing and this summer we lost them because of the lockdown uh, so there we would have started, but uh, the season and then all those um, all those celebrations that are celebrated outside, uh, wedding and christenings and uh, birthday parties, some fancy birthday parties, uh, they are coming back little by little now. But like last summer, it was huge. Like at this moment, like today, we would have had like. A, bigger bigger boom and this year knowing that we're much more known to the public uh, we expected much more i could only imagine that 
but let's uh, hope that the craving for um, events and going out will also boost your business. Um, and actually, just to counteract that, or maybe for some other reason, there's also an option to actually employ your own bag, right? So let's say right. if I have a nice bag and I don't use it, I could reach out to you and ask for your help in actually making other people use it. Yeah, so you can not only get the bag to uh, wear, you can share your own bag for other women to wear. And uh, you can actually make money of it. So we're saying to our clients that uh, make your bag work for you <laughs> because it's only staying in the shelf and doing nothing. Uh, and... Uh, and this was the part where I thought that, well, it will go slow, I think, but why not to uh, talk about it? And actually, it is a success. This part is success. So uh, when you will, uh, if you will be uh, watching our uh, website, when you see this little bubble with a pink uh, uh, lady face, that means that this bag is not ours. It's shared from some person's wardrobe. So maybe it is, it can be, it could be, I hope, uh, some maybe better motivation to choose this bag actually to that you know that this money goes for that lady. That is such a good idea. Just helping people rediscover that option too. Just, it's very hard to describe the feeling that I have at thinking about it, but it is empowering people to start to just testing it out, the sharing economy model without big losses, without huge investments from their own side. There are so many things. Yeah, yeah. There are many things to think about. And if you would have to do that on your own, it's kind of a difficult, you know, but we do have the model. We do have uh, partners. We do have the system and we do have the box where to pack it and how to pack it nicely, you know, uh, because we give a little gift to, together with the bag. So... So why not give it to us and why not to help you earn money? So. It's a very smart idea. And of course, as you mentioned, this model is not necessarily only about fashion, but actually empowering women and making them do smart decisions or empowering them making smart and sound financial decisions as well and how to actually make their wardrobe earn some money. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Awesome. Um, actually, I would like to now uh, move to the last part of um, uh, our interview. And uh, that would be five statements that I came up uh, for you. And uh, I will read them one by one. And I would just like you to uh, fill out the remaining bit of that sentence. Okay, let's do that. Perfect. So let's start with the first statement. To me, sustainability is the way of living because you're thinking about all parts of your life when you are sustainable. That's a very good answer. It incorporates all aspects of, the, of life. The second statement is one thing I would like to see more of in the world is. Well, I know it sounds lame, but smiles. Why is that? Why is it so simple? <laughs> People are grumpy, actually, and that's annoying. 
I'm going with a smile on the street and then I'm awkward. No, let's all be awkward. <laughs> yes, and let's make that a new norm. A third one. For a complete beginner in the sustainability area, I would suggest to start off with... To start with yourself? <laughs> no, actually to start reading. Because you do need some information about sustainability and there's a lot of it. And I think it's, it's difficult maybe to choose from. So wisely read. I think education is power. I definitely, I agree. I agree to you. And the more you widen your horizons, the more questions you have, the more answers you seek, and then the more long-lasting change you can create for yourself and then it reports to others as well. The fourth statement, almost the last one, every sustainable business and the first thought that comes to your mind i have one word in my mind respect so i don't know how it goes together but i think that every sustainable business is respectful to people to earth to others to themselves i think it's respect i think it's a very strong statement and it comforts everything um that the business should consider or like it could be a, a key pillar and then it uh, positively impacts impacts all the other partners suppliers supply chain and customers and even within the business itself right yeah yeah that's what i mean yeah you can start from respect and then everything just flows awesome the last statement is in two to three years I see brad bag wildly spread all over the world in um, most of the women's minds. Do you have any particular ideas or initiatives for those upcoming two to three years uh, for brad bag? We are actually thinking and we're going like uh, hand in hand with empowering women, all those, you know, uh, events that uh, are encouraging women to start businesses, to like themselves, to be themselves, to just em empower them. Uh, all that stuff is going together with Brag Bag's idea because Brag Bag is the empowering tool, empowering your style, empowering your wallet, and uh, empowering your way of living, and etc. So it's it has to do something with that. I think it's so needed and it's a very strong movement going on these days, especially. So I'm very happy again to hear that you are contributing to that and you're in full support and you're actually not only supporting it, but you're actually making it happen. So what would you say uh, would be your two, uh, three uh, key takeaways uh, from our talk today that you would like everyone to take after having listened to our conversation it's hard to sum up in uh, like a few words but our message of rag bag is that uh, we should uh, think more carefully how we consume fashion but that doesn't mean that we should look simple or we should look like we're whatever how we have to look we can be whatever we want to be but it's not necessary evil you know so just there are some ways you just have to be more brave to try them out and uh, uh, if it's already there that means it works so just do it 
I uh, totally agree to your idea that fashion or sustainable fashion doesn't have to be boring. We don't have to be plain. Uh, fashion it is about freedom, freedom to express yourself, to liberate yourself, and to experiment. And I think that's exactly what Black Bag does. As we talked in the beginning, it also helps people experiment more and more freely and uh, with little uh, cost involved, so to say. Yes, and I hope that your project is spreading this word. I really hope that you enjoyed our talk with co-founder of Brag Bag, Christina, who shared her knowledge and best expertise in bag rental business. I hope that you find it super insightful, not only to get to know about what do they do, but also the backstage of their business and success stories and challenges that they face. And indeed, I hope that you start asking yourself, why buy when you can rent? I hope this episode shed a light on that thinking and enabled you to see the benefits and opportunities when it comes to renting your outfits, clothes or accessories, or maybe swapping it with your friends or participating in shared economy otherwise. I hope you liked the episode and if you learned something interesting from this, please share it with your friends on social media, on Instagram. Please tag me at myconscious underscore living and use hashtag refashionpodcast. Every review, every share means so much to me and I couldn't be more grateful for that. Let's make this podcast reach the wider audience and find its listeners. If you do support what I'm doing, please leave your reviews on the podcast, follow and subscribe, follow me on Instagram at myconscious underscore living, and please engage to the community and write me your ideas, what you would like to hear more about or what would you like me to create more of. I'm very open to that and I hope we will start a nice talk together with you. Thank you very much for now and stay tuned.